Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And for those of you who are in the L.A. area, the call-in number is 424-258-9337. And for everyone else, including all of those right here in the absolutely beautiful, wow, the kids are getting ready to go back to school already, and it's still summer, San Francisco Bay Area. The toll-free number is 877-697-9725. And producer kind of has the chat room open. So you can log in there and listen in. And since, as I said last week, this will be our last show, you can log into the chat room and say hi to Kaina and let her know that you appreciate all the great stuff that she does to take care of everybody and make sure the chat room's open and all of that, please do so. So this has been an awesome ride. This has been amazing. And from the bottom of my heart, on behalf of myself and Kaina, I want to thank each and every one of you for sharing this ride with us up to this point. Today's episode is a willingness to lose sight of the shore. And there's a saying by Andre Gild, guide, I think it's guide, you cannot discover new oceans unless you have courage to lose sight of the shore. And next Thursday will mark the five-year anniversary of Healing House Radio. And it has just been so cool to share 30 minutes out of every Thursday with you guys. And it really has been a very growing experience for me. For those of you who I've had a chance to connect with outside of the show, um, it's just awesome. And it was so neat to hear your stories and to be a part of your journey. And, well, I guess it's that place of, you know, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. And this is the end of one beginning and the beginning of a new one. And I invite and encourage each of you to join me on the next part, which is going to be called Medicine Walk. And is a new chapter in the work that I do and in the work that I share and in the work that I do with people, the idea behind it came from a concept that I really wanted to have a much more significant connection with the folks who are on the other side of the Internet, as it were, and people from all over the world were listening in and contacting me, and and it was really, really wonderful, but it always felt like there was sort of a lack of, of that real connection. And after five years 
it just really started to kind of weigh on me that I couldn't figure out quite what was missing. And I spoke with someone who I know who suggested that it was time that I move into a video format where I could really have more of that interaction. And for you guys to even know what I look like, maybe some of you, those of you who haven't visited my website or Googled me, (laughs) don't know what I look like. And it's going to be, well, it'll still be me kind of talking, And it will also be an opportunity for people to interact because it will be the first one will be live streamed next Thursday. And while it will be live streamed through Facebook, so everybody who has Facebook, you guys can log in. And after the show is done, then it will also be posted on YouTube. And I really want to be able to take the community that is sort of, well, it's it's sort of building and growing from this format onto a much larger format. And I really feel that that way I could be able to connect on a more fundamental level. And I do have a lot of mixed feelings because it is it really is that place of something that's been a part of my life for quite a while now, for five years now. And... I know that even though I'm starting something new, there is that place of kind of feeling my heart tug a little bit because of, well, the the habit I've gotten into of interacting with you guys once a week, of taking that time out of my, my day on Thursdays to just be here and present with you. And while I know I'm going to be able to be there and be present with you in a much bigger way, yeah, it's still a little bit bittersweet to change. And it's okay to feel that tug. It's okay that even when you're moving into a change that you're very excited about, there is still that piece of what was, of what was familiar, of what was safe. And it is, it is, it's sort of strange, the idea of saying that, This will be the last show uh, in this form. And I cannot express how excited I am about the new format and the new things we're going to be doing. And the reason I call it Medicine Walks is that the idea of medicine is something that comes into you that is intended to help you. It's intended to help you find balance of body, mind, and spirit. And the term medicine is used in many different contexts. Everything from standard Western medicine, where there's medications and pharmacology and surgical procedure and and all the things that go in Western medicine. And I am not dogging Western medicine. I, I mean, East can meet West. And it is important to know that there are many different ways to find healing. And a little bit from each thing can be very helpful. So we go from that, the the totally conservative Western sort of view of medicine, all the way to the indigenous peoples of the world and and the medicine people who work with the plants and, and the animals and are able to work with bringing out those healing spirits that exist in the plant world and are 
able to help people and work with people and help them work through a lot. My idea is somewhere in there that there is an aspect of ourselves that we can call upon. There is that inner healer within each one of us. There is that higher self. There's that part that can bring out that place of balance within us, and we can look inward for it. And there's something about moving forward. There's something about walking that allows us to be able to move. We're not just in one place. You know, here I'm I'm sitting and I'm speaking, and I began to feel called that there was something motion. And maybe that was what was missing. And now that I, I talk about it, there's that piece of forward motion, the movement. And a medicine walk, for me, the way I'm defining it, is utilizing motion to be able to help you find balance and healing within yourself so you don't feel stuck. And I talk with so many people who talk about feeling stuck, who talk about feeling stagnant, who talk about feeling trapped. And one of the things that for years I've recommended to people is get out in the fresh air. Give yourself a change of scenery. It doesn't matter how long you walk. Just take a walk. And you may find that just that movement will help kind of shake some of that stuff loose and allow you to feel like you're in motion. Now, does that mean that someone who is unable to walk cannot be a part of that, cannot find that? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter whether you are a marathon runner or whether you're bedridden. If you can't take the walk physically, you can take the walk in your mind. And that's a part of the reason why I wanted to design it in the way that I have and in talking with other folks who who are able to kind of see that vision of, yeah, you know, motion is one of the things that can be very therapeutic. And by creating a visual experience where we are walking together, it will be as if you're walking with me. And we're two friends, and we're walking along, and we're talking about the things that can help us find balance in our lives. Maybe work through a few things that have got us stuck. And it is something that anybody, like I said, can do. Maybe you can just sit and watch it and you see the scenery, you see where I'm walking, and maybe you can feel like you're there with me. You can go there in your mind. It's been proven that when you think about movement, when you think about doing something physically, your neurons will fire off in the same way as if you're actually doing it. It was a a Russian study one of the years on the Olympics, and they were having their uh, athletes spend a certain amount of time every day just picturing their workout. They had to picture it from beginning to end and picture themselves working really, really hard, and they found that the nerves – would actually fire off impulses as if the person were actually doing it. So it actually intensified the effectiveness of the training. So it doesn't matter whether or not you can walk physically. You can always walk in your mind. You can take that therapeutic walk. And I invite you to take it with me. And it will still be every Thursday 
at 2 o'clock, and I'll be walking in different places, and the two of us will be taking that walk together. And yet, at the same time, there will be many people sharing that walk. And I really want to be able to open it up, and you can comment, you can make suggestions, you can say, wow, you know, I'd really love for you to come walk where I am, and then, hey, maybe we can arrange. I can come there, and I can walk with you. The important thing is that when we focus on bringing something new into our lives, and this is this is actually a really big deal for me, and I feel so blessed to, you know, have all the support I do to, to have Kaina, who is, you know, she's my backup. She's you know, the one who helps things, all these all these things that are floating around in the air, she kind of helps me organize them and make them all nice and cohesive. And I always think that she's the one who has the really tough job is to kind of help keep me organized. All I have to do is get in front of folks and talk. And I'm so grateful for that. And for, you know, my dear Michelle, who has come in and she's helping me to learn all these new things about technology and, and internet and, and all that live streaming stuff, which pretty much I can stare into a human brain and feel more comfortable navigating that than figuring out how to manage Instagram or <laughs> any of these other things. And she's teaching me, which is very cool. And I am feeling very excited and empowered about this process, and it really is important to remember that there are all these amazing oceans out there, and sometimes the price we have to pay is losing sight of the shore that we started on. Sometimes it requires us to get a little bit courageous and to say, you know what, I know that what's going to be amazing for me, I know that it's going to be a whole new doorway that I'm going to be going through and that I get to embrace and all the new people I'm going to meet and all the wonderful adventures I'm going to have. And it means letting go of what used to be. It means being able to release the attachment to what is familiar. Because after a while, what is familiar, well, it may reach a point where it doesn't enrich you as much. It doesn't challenge you as much. We as a species grow from challenge right down to the idea that a muscle will get stronger only when challenged. We have to be able to do that. If you have a muscle and you never use it, it will atrophy. There's a saying, use it or lose it. And when we get stuck into a familiar pattern and things just kind of remain the way they are, and there's going along. Where's the growth? Where's the challenge? I mean, it's nice because if life were a constant challenge, that, that would be, you know, a little bit unpleasant. So it's about finding balance. It's about taking on a new challenge, gaining mastery over it, feeling good about it, Feeling like, oh, wow, you know, yeah, I kind of got this down. And you, you get to sit with that for a while. 
And then that thing inside you that starts saying, you know what? I I need something a little. We need to kick up the uh, kick up the intensity on this a little bit. We need to challenge ourselves a little bit more. I've got this. It's okay. But what else is out there? And just like when you're in kindergarten and you've learned everything you have to learn from kindergarten, and then it's time to go into first grade, and then to second, then to third. I mean, if you were in kindergarten and you were at the appropriate age and that was your experience, great. But if you're in third grade and you're still in the same kindergarten class, other than being a very big fish in a very small pond, what are you getting out of it? There's nothing new for you to learn there. There's nothing new for you to experience. And stepping out into something that is maybe a little uncomfortable, maybe a little bit scary. I like to think of it as roller coaster scary. I like to think of it as something that makes me go, okay, I don't know about this. But on the inside, I'm going, yes, yes, this is what I want. I'm willing to be a little bit uncomfortable with it because I know on the other side of it, something very cool is going to happen. And the fact that at this point, all of a sudden, when I started kind of having that feeling, all of a sudden, the opportunities came in. It was as if the intention that I set by acknowledging, you know, there's got to be more. I think there's more. I just don't know how to get it. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it started to come together and, and the opportunities began to line up and I was able to get the information that I needed and have somebody come in who could help navigate me through all of this. And that's very cool because a lot of times once we do set in our minds and our hearts and our spirits that we are open to change, we are open to what it is that we can do. That dream that you've had, that you kept in the back of your mind because you didn't know how to make it happen. Open it up. Open yourself up to the possibility of it because if it really is that thing that you want to do, if it really is that thing that is important to you, find a way to make it happen. Life is too short. Life is way too short. And I'd be pretty much be certain that when it's time to leave it, I know for me, I'm not going to be thinking, wow, I wish I did less. I wish I had taken fewer risks. I wish that I had, I had, you know, just kind of floated along in the same little familiar pond. No, I'm probably going to be thinking, wow, I think I've got most of the stuff I wanted to do, but man, there's still a couple of things that I would really love to do. If it's your heart's calling if it's your path, if it's your way, then go for it. I spend a lot of time talking with a lot of folks who want to find their life purpose, want to find what is the meaning to my life? What is the meaning for me being here? When it comes to finding the meaning of your life, I always caution people, you know, in looking for the meaning of your life, don't forget to live it. Because a lot of people get so wrapped up in where they think they should be and what they think they should be doing 
that they forget that each and every day they wake up with an opportunity to spend a day living. And there's a lot of people who would love to be able to just get up and go and do the things that they're doing or that they want to do. Each day we get is amazing. Each day we get is a miracle. And if there's something that you want to do, find a way to do it. Figure it out. Did it, One of the shows I did was, what would you do if you knew you couldn't get it wrong? And this is sort of related to that. I mean, I may try this and it may just be 18 shades of difficult and have a rough start, which pretty much five years ago, if if you had listened to any of my shows five years ago, yeah, it was it was sort of rough. It took me some time to really be able to get comfortable with it. And I think back on those days and in listening to the very earliest shows I did, I I cringe a little bit. I go, oh man, wow, did I sound like that? And yet, I kept at it and I kept doing it and got a little bit better, got a little bit more comfortable. And now that I'm feeling very comfortable, now that I'm feeling very settled in it, I know it's time for me to do something else. It's time for me to start learning something again. Because for most of us, that's one of the most exciting times when we get to learn something. We get to follow that that gradient and go, wow, okay, not so good at to start, but I did get a couple of things right, and now each time I get better and better and better and better until you can go, wow, I've got this. And, yeah, it takes being uncomfortable. And for me, for taking that gradient up, it means going live for the worldwide Weberverse and being vulnerable. And being willing to be seen and being willing to deal with the fact, okay, this is live. There is no no do-overs. What goes out goes out. And, yes, that is a little bit scary. And I know that it is a challenge that would not be coming to me and it would not be falling into place so completely if it weren't for the fact that now's the time. If not now, when? And I encourage you to consider that. Whatever it is that you're holding on to, whatever it is that you've got inside of you, that that thing that you say, one day, one day I'm going to do that. One day I'm going to learn to paint. Or one day... I'm going to go to the south of France. Or one day, I'm going to write that novel that I've always been thinking that I could write. One day can be today. One day can be this moment. And when my sister was reaching, you know, that point in her cancer where things were becoming difficult, She said that the greatest gift that cancer gave her was that it took away one day. 
she had always said one day she was going to take rumba lessons. And so she, while she could still walk, she took rumba lessons. She said one day she would take her children to Disneyland. And even though at that point she was in a wheelchair, she took her kids to Disneyland. She would put, you know, a little picnic together and pick the kids up and take them over to the park. And they would have a little picnic in the park. She understood, she got it, that what we say we'll do one day will never happen if we leave it to happen one day. If we start deciding, okay, today, today I'm going to go to a petting zoo. Today I'm going to pick up that book on the south of France. Today I'm going to start putting together that novel. I'm going to start writing stuff down, or I'm going to start dictating it into, into a tape machine so it can be transcribed. One day can be today. And today, I finish one form of my walk, one form of my journey, and next week I begin the next. And the other important thing for me in the idea of the walk and considering the walk, that path in life, the road we travel to get where we want to be, if you consider your goals off in the distance, and the path is what gets you there, then there's a good chance those goals are always going to be in the distance because the path is going to be what you're focused on. So if that's true, make the path your goal. Make the journey the destination. Because that means that when your path is your goal, I want to walk this way in my life. When you can say that, as soon as you take your first step, you've already arrived. You've reached your destination just by starting your journey. And that's a cool thing. That is an amazing thing. It took me quite a while to kind of figure it out and get my head wrapped around it. And that had been kind of percolating in me for a few years now. What is it about the journey? Why do we put our destination out? One day I'm going to meditate every day and then I'm going to become a healer or a spiritual teacher or, or a massage therapist or someone who helps or someone who counsels or a life coach or a therapist, whatever it is you want to do. Bring that destination, bring the goal closer to you. Allow the first step you take to be, that's it. I've arrived because my entire goal is the path I'm taking. And no matter where the path takes you, you're already there. You've already achieved your goal. And I find that this actually makes things a lot easier because then I don't have to do anything but be present. I don't have to do anything but show up. And neither do you. All you have to do is show up. All you have to do is be willing to take that very first step, whether it's in your mind or physically. Stepping on the path you've already won. You've already made your, your dream come true because you're walking it. 
and maybe you spend the rest of your life walking it. We each have all of our lives to to do that. And that life is precious. So don't waste a single step. So, at least for the last time in this particular forum, I want to thank you for joining me. And I hope that you will join me on the next part of this walk. And those of you who are on Facebook, you can look up Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And that will take you to my group page. And we've just opened up our group page on Facebook. And when I, apparently, I'm being taught that when I click for the live stream to happen, it will automatically out messages to everybody. So if you're on Facebook, then friend me and it will go out there that this live stream is happening. So I wish you balance and I wish you blessings. I invite you to walk this next part of the walk with me. And if this is the end of our walk together, know that I appreciate each and every one of you. Know that you have meant the world to me. Your support, your your interaction, connecting with you has meant the world to me. And I thank you for it. And I hope you guys will be able to join me on this next part too because I'm really excited about it. And if nothing else, you actually get to see what I look like. So take care, everyone. Be blessed. And this is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. Bye-bye.